Welcome to Nobody's Podcasting. I'm Danny. And I'm Trevor. This week we're still in the mood for loving, but not the romantic kind. It's pay to play this week as we dive into the ethics of prostitution and other sex work. We advocate for kink acceptance and all the ways that you can and should get yours. So strap in and enjoy. Hello, everybody, and uh, welcome to episode seven. Episode seven, woohoo! Um, we are uh, we're recording a little bit early again, but uh, not too much, and I think we're still going to release it at the same time. I was thinking about that after the last episode, like we talked a little bit about recording early so that we can spend the holiday with our wives. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I still released it at the same time anyway, so we could have just let it go, and no one would have even known. Yeah, that's true. But uh, I mean, I don't know. I think it makes more sense to release, try to, you know, be pretty consistent, you know, especially for the fans. They've come to expect about an hour and a half, hour and 45 minutes worth of content, and they've come to expect it on Monday morning. So, you know, you wouldn't want to disappoint them. That's true. So. We know um, who you are. Yeah. Love you guys. Um, um, so, what's what's been up, Trevor? What do you got for me today? Well, I do have what I think is an interesting topic, but first and foremost... I want to have a little bit of a celebratory announcement. Okay. Right. You ready? Mm-hmm. Rush Limbaugh died. Woohoo! Yeah. Um, Fuck so him, and he's dead. I'm I, happy. I, I, I'm I so happy. I did hear about that, and I had um, another buddy of mine posted it up on Facebook. Just He also kind of had that same kind of thing about how he understands that people say that you shouldn't talk ill about the dead, but even bearing that in mind, you should be remembered for what you did in life. And yes. if you were just a worthless fucking asshat in life, then people should remember you as a worthless fucking asshat in death. Oh yeah, we had a we had a kind of a similar conversation at a at a job we both worked at at one time when uh, one of our coworkers died, who was just a massive piece of shit, just a huge huge piece of shit. And I remember I had said something to that effect to one of our other coworkers who took extreme offense to it, like, "Dude, he's dead. Like, I don't give a fuck." Okay, just because you're dead doesn't magically erase all the shitty things you did in life. Yeah, a dead asshole is still an asshole. Yeah, exactly. And Rush Limbaugh was one, and I say it this way because it's sad that there are multiple, but he was one of the pinnacles of society's huge, just most massive pieces of shit out there. So the fact that he's dead is excellent and, you know... Um, crossing my fingers, Mitch McConnell's next. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, like Fuck a whole too. bunch of them. Really. Oh yeah. Like I really just I wouldn't care, <laughs> like at all. I well see, but they're I, like cockroaches. There's so oh, many yeah. that like oh, a couple a couple fall off and it really doesn't matter. Yeah, that's true. But it just I don't know. It makes me happy. Like it does. It makes me happy. But not what uh not the topic of the week. Just a just a happy announcement. Um. The topic of the week, uh, at least my side, um, and I've seen this posted on social media a lot, and I've always thought it made an excellent, excellent point. And that's the the idea that it's ridiculous that prostitution is illegal in most places, um, in well, a lot of places in the world, but we'll keep it, you know, mostly at home here. With this, um, oh, most shit. places we're talking hookers. Yeah, most places in the United States, prostitution is illegal. Now yes. there are a couple of exceptions, um, but for for the most part, it's it's against the law. However, it's perfectly normal, accepted by society, expected by society, and considered to be like 
honorable and one of the greatest things you can do to essentially sell your body to do physical labor for money. It's it, it's a similar, I mean, it's the difference here, the difference between the two is one, you're giving somebody a good time. The other, you're busting your ass for some corporation to make more money than you'll ever fucking see in your life so that you can make a few pennies to take home and hopefully feed your family. Yeah, so the difference for that, the like what it really boils down to is, you know, labor makes good people and sex is dirty, dirty. You shouldn't do it. It's dirty and it's sinful. Yeah, well, you know what? Fuck them. I'm going to do it as much as I can. Um, I'm a little older now, uh, a little out of <laughs> so shape. So as much as you can so. isn't, isn't what it was. <laughs> uh, it's not quite as much as it used to be, uh, but, you know, I do what I can. <laughs> Once or twice uh, every six months, <laughs> he's, he's, he's out. Don't kink shame me. Um, I don't think that's a kink. <laughs> you don't know. Uh, it's extreme edging. Um, uh, but, no, I, I always thought... Like George, the late great George Carlin had a great line about this, and I don't remember the whole line, but I do remember uh, a piece of it that I think perfectly sums it up, right? And George Carlin, to quote George Carlin, he said, "Selling is legal. Fucking is legal. Why isn't selling fucking legal?" Yeah, <laughs> uh, man. I and fucking... I know you've heard the line. I know you oh, yeah. you you love George Carlin as much as I do. So deeply, uh, deeply, and. So yeah, so I actually I'm I'm on that same I'm on that same side. I don't necessarily equate it to selling um selling your body for work though. That is an interesting angle to take. Um I just look at it more of like it's just um it's it's something that's there. Like it's it's a demand that's just not being met. Right. And I really think that it's just like it really boils down to the religious roots of the of the country. I mean, that's really oh yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, Even though it's supposed to be a secular country, yeah. But uh, yeah, somehow the Christians have just been like, well, no, this is a Christian country. But I think, man, I think it would solve a lot of problems. Oh, like, well, do you know how many like just fucking awful people are floating around that I'm like I'm willing to bet like a big part of their problem is that they just never got laid, right? And there, I think that like there. Did you ever watch that movie, uh, the Four Year Old Virgin? I did. Yeah, it's been a while, but yeah, I've seen it. And he kind of he talks about how like for the longest time, like he tried and it just didn't happen. And then more time went by, and so it just drifted away from sex. And then the more time went by, the more awkward it was, and the harder it was mm-hmm. to end up getting sex. I think that really happens to people. And oh, yeah. you have some of these people that like devolve into these like almost like tryhards right for relationships and i think man if there is a place that you could go and it's just it's just procedural right it's like you can go and get your hair cut you can go and get a massage you can go and get waxed and people i know for sure people come when they get waxed <laughs> like maybe, like i'm not saying all of them like it's 100% a thing but you know <laughs> that there's definitely some people out there that get off on getting waxed like Did- you know it Danny knows this because he stood in a waxing parlor with a white lab coat, so it was official. It was official, everybody. This wasn't a kink. It was official. It was science. With a white lab coat, and he watched people being waxed, men and women, and he counted how many of them got off. Yeah, and, you know, once the uh, once the beautician noticed I was there, I got into a lot of trouble. <laughs> but 
before that, I saw lots of people come. No, seriously, though. Like, just statistically, you know, like, there are a lot of kinks out there. And there's definitely, like, pain kinks and stuff like that mm-hmm. aren't even rare. Oh, yeah. No. No, like, they're everywhere. There's definitely people who go and get waxed and get off by it. Oh, and yeah. that's totally legal. As long as it wasn't intentional, like they're not rubbing you specifically to get you off, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where they rub you. Right. And why can't we just take that last step and be like, because you would figure like, because dude, prostitutes are everywhere. Oh, yeah. And it's like, there's also, there's like a hierarchy of prostitutes, but like the most common is just like the random streetwalker and it's fucking gnarly. Like, can you imagine being so desperate that you want to literally pick up someone who looks like that <laughs> on a fucking street corner and just risk it. Just like, fuck it. You know, whatever. I got a rubber. Hopefully it works. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, yeah. It, well, and here's the thing. Like, porn is legal. Countrywide. Yep. You can watch it. You can buy it. You can do whatever. A lot of people frown on it. But pornography is prostitution with a camera. Like, that's it. Well, even further than that is um now we've so we've kind of bridged the gap so because for a long time porn was just like a picture right um and then you know they started making adult films um and then you know obviously that took off because porn right it's more common than fucking bread (laughs) like um Especially in the places where it's most condemned. Isn't that weird? Yeah. It's it's almost like if you take shit away and don't let people have it, they want it more. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's crazy Strange. how that happens. Fucking um, But, like, so now we've moved beyond that. So now there's, like, legitimately, like, cam models. Right. That you can interact with. And, like, I'm not just talking about, like, people who work on commission. Because, I mean, that's a thing, too, where, I mean, there's, like adult models that have all kinds of stuff that like maybe you can pay a certain amount and they'll send you like a specific picture or Mm -hmm. a specific video of them doing something. But more than that is there's like, there's people like, like Twitch streamers. I -hmm. mean, obviously not on Twitch, but like there's people who do that same, same kind of thing where they hit, they, they literally have people watching them live and they interact and they interact in an adult fashion like that, where yep. someone is telling them what to do in real time, and they're responding in real time, and there's money getting like transferred for it. Now, for those, I think they get by on it because it's a donation. They're not really paying for sex. Right. But, I mean, that's exactly what it is. Well, there's an entire website dedicated to this now. Like, specifically what you were talking about, but in an adult fashion. It's called OnlyFans. So that's it, that's not what I was referring to. Like I know what OnlyFans is, but and I, like I so that one's more of like a mail order type of thing. Like I don't think that you're generally actually live, but I know that they get paid for stuff and they basically have like tiers and they can, you know, right. make you pay for certain things. And maybe, you know, maybe I don't know if there's like a communication thing where you can send the messages, but I don't think that's a live thing. But that's more of what I'm leaning towards. Is there's live models, right? Yeah, that you can interact with, even if it's digitally, and pay them, and they respond in real time, and that's that's just like one screen removed mm-hmm. from just doing it together. Right. Why is that a problem? Right. Well, and there's this, there's this, and I don't know how true it is, but there is this idea as well, um, and it might be, it might be pretty true because I mean, it technically is. Um, that, 
you know, you can go out and pay a hooker for sex, and as long as you're filming it, you call it porn, and you're good. It's not yeah. illegal at that point. Like, but, and that's because that's, like, even with all that, all that aside, the live stuff, and, like, you were talking about the live cams and all that kind of stuff, porn is prostitution with a camera now. Like, video yeah. pornography, that's all it is. That's, that's all, that's literally what it is. These people well, are being paid to have sex. And then they just film it and sell it for a profit. Even though, well, though I believe that, like, the vast majority of porn is free. Like, I mean, yeah, anymore. No one's necessarily making money off of that. I'm sure that there's ways that you can make money off of it, but I don't think it's not, like, what it once was. No, no, where you had to, like, go to the video store and go right. into that dark back room that nobody else... Like, the fucking... <laughs> Like, there's, like, a black light back there, and they have to hold, like, they don't have a, like, you have to go through a doorway, but it was never, like, an actual door. It was, yeah, like, a curtain or hanging down, yeah, just, right? Yeah, it was always something like that. But it always said, you know, 21 and over only or something like yeah. that. But, but, but the problem was, is, like, if you were in there, like, and sm- small town video stores had this, too. If you were in the video store looking around, like, you know, you got your kids in there, you got your wife newest disney movie just came out like we're gonna rent that and we're gonna rent this cool action movie for looking dad for stuff and where'd mom, dad go <laughs> mom and dad are off in that back room and the entire town just watched them walk back there and now everybody knows that you're uh deviant you're a filthy uh, <laughs> filthy pervert um uh, now don't uh, yeah what a dark fucking time like so we're <laughs> both of us like we're old enough that we grew up at the the blossoming of the internet yep right and but still like when i remember when i was younger my thoughts for porn originally were like magazines and dvds yeah right um and then i realized that you could find some porn on the internet but like at the time like it seemed like that was just like just another like weird avenue that well you could do that yeah. You know, it wasn't necessarily a main thing until, like, as we started getting a little bit older, and then it was, like, literally every single thing that you think that they have in magazines and DVDs, like, you can just, like, Google. Like, you don't even <laughs> have to go to, like, the dark web. No. It's, like, you could you can fucking go into your internet settings, and you could just make it pop up on that page <laughs> just by, like, every time you hit, like, fucking Internet Explorer, it could pop up and just already be on porn. Yep. Yep. And now that's the... Now we've even moved past that, so now everyone has like, because that was back in the time of like flip phones, mm-hmm. right? No one's looking at porn on a flip phone. Um, but now you have a mini computer in your pocket with like a high res screen on it and like super good internet speeds, yeah. and like the whole disgusting kink filled world is at your fingertips. <laughs> well, and I remember being you know like a younger teenager. And or even mid-teens, and even then, like the internet had blossomed. It was a pretty mainstream thing at that point, you know. Um, everybody like this was this was getting into that time where everybody was getting super heavy into everything being online. Um, <clears throat> and but even then, like you could find you could find porn online, but it was a lot more difficult than it is now. Like then, you know, you had to. You had to fucking know specific websites, or you had to, you know, there was, there was, uh, there always seemed to be like a fucking deep dive into it. Not, not dark web, of course. You could find it on just, you know, your normal, 
government trackable websites but it was like a deep dive like you had to be specifically looking for something and you you know but now yeah like you said you can just fucking just make it be your fucking homepage. well and you don't you don't you don't even have to try like you just you all you have to do is just type in the word porn (laughs) and like that's it like it's going to open the floodgates yeah, as long as your Google settings are set up a certain way, yeah, you're going to be able to just fucking... And, and I'm in keyword. favor of that. Like, I'm not... I'm certainly not a prudish person. Oh, no. Um, no. I, like, I, I'm in favor of the mainstreamification of pornography. Yeah. Because I think if you take the taboo away from it, then it stops becoming a problem. Right. And I think that's also what they should do with things like prostitution. Like, there are places in the United States where you can go and legally get a hooker. Yep. Uh, and, I mean, there are, there are ways around it, regardless of where you're at. Like, you can you can hear, even in Iowa, you could open up a private club for private members, and one of the things that you do in that club could be fucking random people mm-hmm. um, that you have to pay to get into the club. And they can even be employees. And it's still, a, since it's a private club, that's totally legal. It's not considered prostitution. Right. There's ways around it. Why can't they just be like, you know what? Let's just fucking do it. That way these fucking sex workers, they can still make their money. Anyone right. who wants to do it, which is also, I'm totally fine with. Right. Like if yeah. you want to be, if you want to, if you want to sleep with people for money, if you want to fucking give um, like pictures or videos, like if you want to do the pornography thing, I don't care. Like bless your fucking heart. Because, right, go for it. Man, I grew up on porn and <laughs> I appreciate all of those people. Yeah. Um and it's like we could like that could be a source of income. Oh, 100%. Um and then those people could still like it could be obviously it could be safer, mm-hmm. like drastically safer because it's not just specifically a criminal organization that you have to fucking right. deal with. Um you know, those people could get, like, medical attention. So, you know, we're cutting down on, like, the spread of, like, STDs and STIs and things like that. Um, and that's why that kind of stuff isn't a problem in the countries where it's legal. Right. Like Amsterdam. Yeah. And here's the thing. Like, in Nevada, where it is legal, <clears throat> the girls who do this um, are regularly tested. Oh, yeah. For things. Um, you know, protection is a requirement to... to use the services there. Uh, so, you know, this, it, it has to generate like a shitload of tax revenue. Well, and I, I could be wrong, but I believe <laughs> at least in some of the places down in, in Vegas that the women get, um, and yeah, you know, I keep saying women. I imagine that there's probably some male sex workers too. Um, in the legal set, like set, I'm no, obviously there's, there's male prostitutes. Floating right, but I mean, like in the legal setting, um, or not the where it, where it is legal. But like, I believe that the people who are sex workers in those situations also have like a lot of control over who their clientele is. Like, they can refuse service pretty openly. I believe so. Yeah. Um, Which also, you know, I'm totally fine with. Yeah, absolutely. And here's the other thing: statistically, in places where this is legal, it shows that it cuts. Um, the problems with rape super far down. Well, like, yeah, when rape you have... becomes so 
it becomes such a such a smaller issue and i don't mean smaller as in less severe because rape is never okay but right. i mean smaller as in it doesn't happen nearly as much because i can go do this super illegal thing or i can pay a few bucks and just get it anyway i mean you know which one is more are more people going to go for yeah you know at this point you in these places where it's legal and you can just go pay for it, at that point, the rapes become a personal thing. Like, you know, this isn't somebody who was just desperate to get laid and this was the only thing they could do. This was somebody who had was on a fucking mission. Um, but, the the yeah, the rate of rape just gets cut fucking drastically. Well, and there are those people out there that they, they were the, like, unfortunate recipient of just bad genetics. You know, there are some people out there that are just fucking ugly. Like, <laughs> like maybe they're just like, they're super short and weird looking. Like, they look like a little goblin. Or maybe they're like just tall and fucking weird. Like, there's some goofy looking fucking people out there. And I think that there's there's people to match. Like, there's, there's probably someone floating around for everybody. But the problem is, is there's like 8 billion people on the planet. Not all 8 billion people live close to you. Right. So, you know, the people that might be, like, the best for you might not even be in the same fucking country. Might not even have the same, like, might not even know English. Like, if you're a fucking English speaker, like, it it seems like those people should still have an option, you know? Because that's, like, especially as a guy. Like, I don't know what it's like for women because I've never grown up as a woman. But I can tell you as growing up as, like, a guy, like, the idea of sex, like... It isn't just a thing that you feel like you should do because you're getting older. Like, it's a thing that your body is telling you, you have to do this. Right. And it's like, the urges are so fucking powerful, especially, like, when you're young and just going through puberty, that, like, that's where I think the issue can come in. It's like, where if you're, maybe you're just, like, an awkward guy, you're not necessarily the most attractive, not necessarily the most fit, you can get fall into this bad loop where it's like, well, maybe nothing happens for you when you're a teenager and then you know you're into your 20s and you've still never thrown down you know and then like have you ever like been around a person who's like an older version like they're weird like like i don't like there's no good way to say that without like sounding like an asshole but it's like they're always like a really odd person and i feel bad because it's it's like man how much would you have changed if like, you know, 18 years old, you got the opportunity and you just hit that fucking home run and just fucking just like let it out of your system. Right. You right. know what's there. You've been to the fucking top of the mountain and maybe it's a while before you get back there again, but at least it's done. You know, that's not something that hangs over your head. Right. Yeah. I, yeah. It's just it's always been ridiculous to me because the, all the statistics show you cut rape down, you fucking severely damage human trafficking. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, because that's the thing. That's what most human trafficking is. It's it's kidnapping people, mostly women, to sell into sex slavery, basically. Yeah. If you legalize prostitution, they lose their fucking market. Right. Because now, hey, I don't have to do this illegally. I don't have to, you know, go pay a shitload of money for... A kidnapped woman or oftentimes young girl who is being held against her will and literally being raped regularly instead I can go pay probably a hell of a lot less and do it with a person who is willing and it's completely legal 
And so you get rid of your human trafficking, or you don't get rid of it. Like, it's not going to, it's not a cure. It's not, not going to solve away. these things 100%. But it's going to make a huge dent in these problems. It's going to help a lot. Um, so, yeah, you fucking legalize that shit. Because, and here's the thing, back to my original point. Selling your body for sex to make money isn't that much different than selling your body for labor to make money. Because it's really either not. way, you're... You're using your body to make money. Like, you worked in a mine. Either way, you're getting fucked. Right. It's just (laughs) one way is way better. Right, right. One way is, yeah, one way is way better. Um, But you worked in a mine. I did, yeah. So, and I've worked quite a few physical labor jobs myself, and they fucking suck. They really do, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm a lazy guy, but, like... That's not my hang up about physical labor. I just fucking hate doing it. Okay. Dude, and that's yeah. And there's and it's not even just necessarily hard labor because I'll tell you, I, I did work uh in a mine. Um shout out to Buddy Tom, if you're listening. He got me there. Um wasn't even my worst job. Mm, yeah, nice. Um <laughs> I not need e- something to be said for that, I guess. Not dude, not even close to like some of the worst jobs I had, one of like the very worst jobs I ever had. Like I tell you flat out, um, I've worked in like I've worked in factories, I've worked in construction, I've worked in a goddamn coal mine. None of them have compared to how bad it was working in a call center. <laughs> I'm sure call centers would have to suck, but that's a completely different kind of stress. Um, you know, that's having to listen to shitty people, bitch, and nobody likes that. Yeah, but, but that's still it's still like it's selling yourself to wear yourself fucking down. Yeah, like you yeah. get berated Absolutely. all day every day from both sides, shitty customers and then shitty fucking supervisors mm-hmm. that think that you didn't handle that shitty customer as well as you should have. Right. And it's like their exchange for abuse is well, we'll just give you money. Right. Don't fucking complain about it. We'll just give you money. And it's never enough money. No, but if if you can do that, like like you're saying, like if you can sell if you can sell your body for labor or for a job, then you should be able to sell it that way too. Because I mean, you can you can be a masseuse, like you you literally just rub people for money. Right, you're one step away from fucking happy endings for money. And I mean, don't like I mean. That happens sometimes. Anyway. Oh yeah, yeah, it does. And not to mention, I mean, massage is a kink. It's got to be everything. I'm sure. So everything's a kink to somebody, right? Us talking to the right person would be a kink. Ember, you better be listening to this. I doubt it's Ember. I'm, it's way not. <laughs> I don't think your voice is the thing that she's attracted to. Probably not. It's a weird <laughs> voice. It's really nasally. Yeah. Um, mine's no. Mine's no picnic either. Um, like I think I like to think that I'm super buttery and I've got an excellent voice and I've been told I have a good voice for radio, but uh, yeah, my my voice isn't my isn't my best feature. Um, that's for damn sure. But yeah, I mean, no matter what you're doing for money, in one way or another, you're selling yourself. Is 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 what you're doing? Absolutely. So like, stop making it illegal for people to have to to buy a good time. You don't. To steal a line Fuck. from the women's movement, my body, my choice, right? Right. It should be your fucking choice. Absolutely, 100%. And, like, that's the thing. Like, we, it, there are so many things all over the place that are super, super legal that are one step away from prostitution. Yeah. Like, stripping. Now, granted, don't get me wrong. There are some places where strippers aren't allowed to go full nude, full frontal, and everything. Not like Iowa. That. No. They're not, or they are allowed. They're they're way allowed. Okay, I I haven't ever been to a strip club here. I've been to one 
like I've been to one strip club or two different strip clubs and it was when I was way younger and they just don't appeal to me anymore. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, as it happens, I've I've only been to one strip club in Iowa and it was a just a super weird experience because I was there with my brother and sister to pick up my sister's girlfriend because she was working that night and we had to we didn't just show up like we uh we went to <laughs> we we were in the area because like we just had like a sibling day like we used to do that a lot like we'd go out get food and go to movies just kind of hang out you know right. we were also doing that and so then we ended up by that strip club and we had to pick up her girlfriend at the time and um it wasn't like at the end of her shift so we weren't just like pulling into the parking lot and waiting for her to come out we had to wait for her and this was my first time in this strip club and it was so fucking awkward cuz it's like i like me and uh my my brother jeremy we we didn't <laughs> we kind of both agreed that it's like we don't want to be in here while our sister's girlfriend is dancing right right it's just super a fucking awkward and so my first time in a strip club was in the back room playing pool that way we didn't have to like unfortunately like run into our sister's girlfriend yeah that'd be weird wouldn't what an odd way to end (laughs) that kind of day too just like your sister being like all right guys we had a we had a lot of fun at the movie had a good dinner who wants to see my girlfriend's tits yeah it was was weird it was (laughs) definitely weird but that's the thing like strip so if you've never been to a strip club, which I, I think if we have any guys listening to this, they probably have. Um, but if you haven't, basically, you know, of course, everybody knows the gist of it. You know, you you sit at a you sit at a, a stage, you throw some ones up on the stage. Woman takes her clothes off, or man, if if you're a, a woman going to a male strip club, um, you know, the person takes their clothes off. And, you know, that's that's the whole thing. They do a dance, you know, there's some music playing, whatever. And then there's also the, the like the back room, right? Right, where you can pay for a private dance, and they, you know, you pay uh, so much, however much money, and the the stripper takes you into the back room, and you sit in a chair, and they get a little more close and a little more personal, right? And they, you get your they, lap they, dance, they, yeah. They they touch you a little bit at this point. You get your lap dance and everything like that. Or there's the some I think some strip clubs have like a VIP section where you pay like a lot more money and you get a lot more time with a with a stripper. Um, or whatever, but that's the thing. Like, there is a point in a lot of these places where the strippers, like, literally, all it would be the 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 only there's there'd be two steps from it being an exotic dance, an erotic dance to prostitution, and that's unzipping your pants and inserting you into them. What or vice versa? I'm willing to bet that very commonly it crosses that line. Oh, I'm sure um, you you throw enough money at somebody, you know. Uh, some people, not everybody, but some people, you throw enough money at them. Yeah. Uh. Well, so like I said, I've only been to two strip clubs. Only one was in Iowa. One was um, in Kansas City, uh, where I was there for a bachelor party, and so in so I've only been to two, and there was an instance in the second one where one of the people in our party came out from the back room with a shocked look on his face because he was younger than the rest of us. And he comes over to me, and he gets right in my face, and he goes, dude, someone's getting a blowjob in there. <laughs> I was like, yeah, buddy, it's a strip club. <laughs> I'm like, shit's going to happen. <laughs> right. And 
and he was just like he was shocked and so that means 50 percent of of the strip clubs that i've been in i know for sure practice prostitution yeah i mean but that's the thing like i don't knock them i don't have anything against those people man or woman if, if you're a stripper right I mean, make that money man be, being a stripper you're a sex worker you're not like a sex worker as in penetrative sex, but it's still a sexual act. It's yeah. still an erotic act. You're a sex worker. That's specifically what you're doing is you're trying to get them hot. Like that's right. the entire point. Like they're not just standing up there taking their clothes off, right. which would definitely be enough to do it for some people. Oh, yeah. But they're thing. they're intentionally trying to seduce you. And then if you get like something like a lap dance, it's they're specifically grinding on you. Yeah. Um, and, you know, obviously at some point, some of them offer more. I'm willing to doubt that it's every stripper ever. Oh yeah, you know, no, but I'm sure it's not. You know, there I'm, there's certainly institutions that allow that stuff to happen, even though it's certainly done <laughs> kind of under the table. And you know, there's certainly going to be people out there, and I'm sure it happens in like the male strip clubs too. Probably even more than in the female strip clubs because oh, sure. I've known a lot of dudes, never known one that was really too picky about throwing his dick around. Right, because guys don't tend to be. No, well, and especially if they're like, like I've never been to a male strip club, so I don't know what the range of people in there look like. But if they're like, you know, relatively attractive, like, and they think that they're relatively attractive, then most of those people are pretty fucking flirty. Right. Um, and like, especially if they're like younger, like when I was younger, if someone wanted to give me money to touch my dick, I'd probably let them. <laughs> right um yeah so i don't know it's it's just stupid that like porn is okay whether it's picture form whether it's video form whether it's fucking phone call form phone sex was a thing i think it still is i don't know i don't know if it's it's still so much of a thing anymore but i do remember that being all the rage oh yeah dude like when we were kids oh you saw that shit late night infomercial Fucking ads for phone <laughs> oh sex lines. Oh, my God. I forgot. Oh, God. I forgot about the late night phone lines. Right? Or or you'd be watching, like, a movie late at night. And this would be on network television. This wouldn't be, like, fucking HBO or Cinemax or something like that. You'd be watching a movie on, like, fucking TNT or fucking USA or something like that late at night, right? <clears throat> and it cuts to commercial, and it's fucking Girls Gone Wild. And they're trying to sell their fucking their DVDs. And all it is is... These dudes going to bars, I, getting drunk chicks to flash them. I think that was a big thing on, like, Comedy Central. Yeah, that, or, like, Spike TV, if you yeah. remember that, TV for men. But, yeah, I mean, that was the thing. Like, you saw that, like, you, on network television. Yeah, it's, like, it's already everywhere. Well, yeah, but, you know, like, hey, it's fucking 11 o'clock at night. If you're awake, you're probably not a kid. If you are, you're more than likely a preteen or an early teen or what have you. Here's a porn ad. Right. Like, fucking have fun. And, like, it was a 900 number, first first couple minutes are free, and then it's, like, fucking $5 a minute <laughs> after this. Some, some fucking weird shit. Some horrible fucking rate. <laughs> right. And and they always advertised with, like, super attractive people. But you, you weren't you talking to those people. when you, It was people. some fat fuck sitting in his basement fucking shirt off eating cheetos <laughs> fucking oh yeah you know it, it, but that's the thing like this stuff is so prevalent in our society everything is there except legal prostitution everything else about sex work 
is there. The legal stuff and the illegal, illegal stuff, and not just illegal prostitution, but human trafficking, rape, and other sex crimes are all there, but not one thing that could help fix those problems, and not the one thing that should be legal, and that's prostitution. Well, it's, and it's fucking stupid. It's because still, it sex itself is so taboo. You're not allowed to talk about it. Like, it's not polite. You know, it's a private thing. And even the places that are all about, like, sexual activity and sexual health, like things like, you know, a fucking, even like a sex shop where you go to get sex toys. And, I mean, I'm sure that they sell porn and stuff, too. I've only ever been to one of those also. Um, And, like, it's like, it's a weird kind of situation where it's like those things are, like, dirty. Right. You know, like, it's a sex shop. You know, like, it's not just, like, some fucking random... It's not like walking into Walmart, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, There's that taboo around it. But there really shouldn't be. Like, bless their fucking hearts. Like, if you're out there, if you're listening to this, if you've ever thought about doing porn, but... Or or anything sex-related, then I'd say fucking... Man, I'm for it. Like, I'm all for those people. Yeah, absolutely. Like, if that's what it, you want to do, do it. If if people are like, if they're making porn, good for them. If they're if they do like an OnlyFans account and they're making money, like if uh, off that, dude, good for that too. Like yep. especially, there's such the this weird thing. I think this might be something that like the mainstream would probably not want to latch onto. But I think that there's especially with this OnlyFans thing, there's a big body positivity thing mm-hmm. like i've never really dived into over like only fans but i know that it's like sweeping the fucking nation oh yeah and every, it's fucking everywhere all now. kinds of people on that and i'm sure all kinds of people whether they're whether they're short or tall or skinny or big or muscular or you know like curvy or, or what have you i'm sure all of them are making at least some money because okay. someone out there wants to get at that and that's got to be reassuring. Yeah, I mean, to some of those people. And that's the thing. Like, like that was that's honestly one of the positive things about sex work. I think is that like there is like of course there are those who who still want the typical societal standard of beauty in in the men or women or what have you that they're they're watching or interacting with. But sex work doesn't just limit to that. Like, like you said, it's it's everything. There's something out there for everybody. There if, is. if your kink, if your kink is a big, fat, hairy fucker who's just sweaty all the time and can't hardly move, and you want to ride the shit out of that, they've got it. If your kink is some fucking like basically anorexic woman who looks like if she she doesn't eat like right now, she's probably gonna die. I'm sure they've got that too. Oh yeah, like guaranteed, they have. Anything you would want. Absolutely. Like, dude, are you into nerdy people? They got them. Are you into gothy people? They got them. Are you into fat people? They got them. Oh, yeah. Are you into yeah. fucking geriatrics? They got them. <laughs> Gross, by the way. Like, and yeah, grandma porn is the thing. Grandma, grandpa porn is the thing. And it's absolutely. fucking disgusting. It totally is. But Both but, of those things. Hey, it is very real and very gross. Yeah, if that's your kink, I'm not judging you. I'm just sharing my own opinion on, on the matter. Like, I think it's gross. If you're into it, fucking whatever. You know, have fun. Enjoy. But that's the thing. Like, that's what it's for. It's it, And that's the other thing. Like, there are so many people 
who, because of society, because of family, because of friends, because of all this, they can't be open about the things they're into. They have to like keep it bottled up. Even even with their spouse, oftentimes they don't feel like they can share these things, right? Yeah, I'm I'm willing to bet that most people um, have some kind of kink that they haven't told their significant other about, right? Because they don't want to have that conversation. <laughs> like, oh, okay, by the way. This is something that I'm into. Right. And then like the other person is like, well, that's fucking weird. Um, or, you know, even in this, even in the more drastic situations where you're with somebody, you care about them, you love them, but you know for a fact that if you were to admit this to them, that would absolutely change the way they think <laughs> they, about you. They, they'd like, like kind of have to side eye you a little bit. Like, yeah, right. So, but sex work, whether it be pornography, whether it be prostitution, what have you, gives these people a release. Now, this isn't, you know, anything in the sense of condoning, like, like cheating. Um, no, I think if you're in a relationship, that's a conversation that you have to have. Exactly. And you know what? If you and your significant other are into swinging or you're into getting other people involved or, or, or what have you, fucking great that you two can share that. It, it's absolutely phenomenal that you two have something like that that you can share. Even, that even the lesser stuff. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. if you're If you're in a relationship and, you know you decide that one or both of you is going to start selling nudes or something, then, you know, good for you. Yeah, if if you're comfortable with it, if you're both comfortable with it, that's good. But there are those times where you, you, you might be in a relationship with somebody and you want to be faithful to them. You don't want to be, you don't want to cheat, but you know you can't share this with them. Or maybe you can share these things with them, but they've said that that's not something that they're interested in. So, of course, you know, if they're not interested, you can't force them. You have to respect right. their boundaries. Like we spoke about last week. Exactly, like we spoke about last week. But these kinds of things give you a release. This gives you a way to experience that while remaining faithful and not forcing it on your partner. In other instances where maybe you're you're a single, you know, maybe you're single. Um, I don't know why you said maybe you're a single. Maybe you're <laughs> a single. <laughs> maybe you're a single person. That's what I was going for. And, you know, you're into something, but, you know, you don't want it to be, you don't want to risk somebody finding out because maybe your friends would, would, maybe it would change the way the people you care about think about you. And which is a real danger, not just in the sense that like your friends might give you a little shit for it now and then, but in the sense that like the people in your life would just like fucking disown you yeah, kind of thing. Because that there's definitely still some, oh, some yeah. of that floating around. Oh yeah, Absolutely. So these kinds of things can give you a discreet release so that you don't have to feel so repressed. So the the fact that people think that sex work is just so horrible just goes to show that they don't give a shit about anybody but themselves and they don't give a sh- it, it, it's they don't give a shit about anything except what they think is right or what more often than not what their religion tells them is right. And so fuck everybody else this is how it's going to be. Yeah, and I don't like. I mean, I I want people to do whatever they're comfortable with, and I don't like. I I wouldn't judge anyone for that. Like, if someone wants to be a stripper, man, be a stripper. Yep. You know, if you want to do porn, do porn. If you want to start an OnlyFans, start an OnlyFans. I I seriously and deeply, I wish you the best of success. Oh, absolutely! I um, hope you make a shitload. And you know, I'm. Like I'm, I'm for it, man. Do whatever you're comfortable with. If you're in a relationship, do whatever you're both are comfortable with, and then fucking just carry on with your lives, man. I think you should be open with the stuff that you're into. Um, 
and the fantasies that you have. And I think it shouldn't matter. Like it really shouldn't. Like if it's not like as long as your as long as your kink isn't raping people or fucking kids. Right. I think it really shouldn't matter what yeah. it is. As long as it doesn't harm anyone. Yeah. Like but I I do get that there's still that thing there. And that's I'm 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 like I'm sure like like I was saying before everyone everyone who's in a relationship probably has some kind of kink that their significant other doesn't know about and it's because of that same thing where they're just like well like who knows how they're going to respond right to that and it's still a thing even though it shouldn't be right yeah absolutely people are people are too repressed about it people are too you know it's still considered to be too taboo like you said not that you should necessarily like highlight everything like <laughs> like here's the thing I want to know what my wife's kinks are. And I don't think that there's anything that she could be into that would really drive me like off, you mm-hmm. know, where I would have to like look at her different. Cause like I said, I'm not a previous person and fucking, I mean, I, I don't think that she could scare me. Um, but in that same vein, like there's other people, I don't need to know what their kinks are. Like, I don't, right. I don't need to know. Like, like, I have a couple brothers and a, si- a couple sisters. I don't need to know what they're into. I've joked with Ember before about some of her kinks, like just because, like I just hope it. Like I, I was just trying to ruin her night, <laughs> and I was joking about how, like, because he's an asshole. Some things are kind of like genetic, right? And like sometimes you like the same stuff that your parents like. And it's just like, it's kind of something you're born with. Some stuff you kind of grow into, Mm -hmm. you kind of develop on your own. But I kind of joked with her, it's like, hey, you know, what if your mom's into some of the same kinks as you? Like, do you ever think about that? Like, maybe that's why you like this or why you like that is because she likes that. (laughs) And I just, man, I really hope it made her super uncomfortable. (laughs) Oh, I'm sure it did. (laughs) I do something like that with Lisa sometimes, except rather than joking about like, hey, you're into this, maybe they are too. Like, I'll, I'll be a little more graphic about it. I'll be like, well, just imagine, you know, your dad's probably doing this to your mom. She's like, shut up. Stop it. Knock it off. It's it's a lot of fun because I'm an asshole. Um, yeah, and I just, I, I hope it upsets them. Yeah, yeah, because we're assholes. Uh, no, we, we, we love our wives. I am, um, I am also actually seriously people. curious about it, though. <laughs> whether or not her mom's into the same stuff? Well, whether that's, like, a genetic trait. Like, oh, if, yeah, if yeah. that's something that actually can, like, kind of, travel down you know the family tree it'd be hard to say though because like there are a limited number of kinks like there are a lot of kinks but there are a limited number so surely even if it's not genetic somewhere along the way family members share some yeah exactly so it would be difficult to show whether or not it's genetic well i guess that's true especially because there's a lot of kinks that are still considered like kinks like choking or spanking and things like that that really aren't rare no and they're like they're they're like when we were young, like it was considered like a kink, like oh she's into choking or whatever. At this point though, like it, it becomes so common, certain things like spanking or or light choking or little things like that become so common that it, you don't even think about it as a kink anymore. You just kind of look at it as more of a normal part of of some people's sex lives. You know, uh, yeah. It, so it's I, not. I would think probably like at least some like very light level of like. BDSM is probably just kind of fairly standard sex now. Yeah, I would say probably. Um, but that's, and you know, part of that is because over time we, we 
made it less taboo. Like, it used to be like, you know, and you can still find them in sex shops, like paddles and, and, and little whips and things like that for right. spanking and whatnot. But it used to be like, oh, they like spanking. Oh, my God. And now it's like fucking, well, everybody likes a little spank now and then. Like, I mean, it's not fucking weird, you know? Like, well, it, it's like it's like biting. Well, it had to start with someone just, with some people enough finally just being like, you know what? I like it when you do this. Right, and eventually it just turns into, yeah, everybody likes it. It's like biting. Like, I think just about everybody likes, like, their neck being bit a little bit. Maybe not, like, some people, I think, like it a little harder than others. Right. But everybody likes a sensual little nibble, right? I would think so. That's the thing. Like, and it's not considered, it's not considered taboo. It's not, or well, I mean, it's not considered, like, a kink, necessarily. Um, You know, once you get to the point where you're, like, drawing blood because that's what they're into. That's a kink. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, you know, the the act of 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 biting isn't that big of a deal anymore and it's because like you said enough people have actually finally come out and said like, yeah, I mean, fucking everybody likes that that now we're just like we just accept it. And that's what needs to happen with the rest of this stuff. You know what I think was a big uh thing of that? I think it was the 90s. Like I think that there was like a lot of stuff that happened in the 90s and like a lot of those like um, like advice columns. Oh yeah, <laughs> that were dedicated to sex in the '90s, dude. The '90s was a wild time. Oh yeah, it was great. I loved it. And I think I really do. Like I really think that that's part of what made some of this stuff mainstream, where more and more people were asking about like more risque type mm-hmm. of uh, encounters, and there was enough people where you know finally you're getting these people in media being like, yeah. No, that's a that's a thing. Most people like it. Yep. Like it's not you shouldn't feel bad. Like if you go like at some point enough people went into a sex shop and they're like, "Hey, do you have like a like just like a, you know, like a tiny little like whip or something, you know? Maybe you need to keep it in the back." And they're like, "Uh, well no, but I can order one." And you know, they maybe like duck their head in shame. They're like, "No, no, this, I'm, I'm just, I'm just <clears throat> talking. Oh, I'm bye," and like leave. And then I like after a while, like someone comes in, like they do it again, like all awkward. And they're like, "Yeah, I have one." Like, "Oh, great!" And then like you know, someone else is like, "Hey, you know what? We should just carry some whips because <laughs> people keep coming and asking for them." Like, you know what? There's other stuff. Like, we got some paddles and some fucking handcuffs. Like, let's just bring some of that shit in. Right. Well, yeah, and now you walk in there like, "Hey, do you have this?" Like, yeah, it's on this fucking entire wall is dedicated to to that exact thing that you're like. There's different shapes. There's different colors. There's different <laughs> we styles. Have, we have a like, harness have... for your face that'll allow you to wear a dildo on your chin. <laughs> right. Right. And you know what they do? Um, that's a thing. Real thing. Um, so yeah, I mean they they have it now. Like you. Like, yeah, it used to be like sex shops would be like dirty books or or dirty movies or, you know, dirty magazines. Now it's like fucking, hey, you know, we were talking about it on one of the other episodes. You want to make a dildo out of your own dick? Here's a fucking kit for that. Right. You know, you want a comically large dick that nobody could feasibly actually fuck because it's eight foot tall and six (laughs) foot wide? We have that, too. You want it in white or black? Like, they have it. Would would you like a toy... Shaped off of the theoretical size and shape of a mythological animal's penis, we have those. Yeah, dude, they have. They have. I've 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 seen these in some sex shops. They have dildos modeled after horse dicks. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. So yeah, I mean, you know, hey, there there's another thing that sex work can kind of solve: bestiality. You want to fuck a horse? Here's a horse dick. Here's a horse you don't dick. actually have to fuck the horse. So you know, like. 
don't know. It's just the whole concept of the taboo of it is ridiculous because everybody likes sex. Unless you're asexual. I know there are some asexual people out there. You know, they're just not into sex. So, but them aside, whether you're gay, straight, fucking pansexual, bisexual, whatever. Whatever your thing is, whatever it is, everybody likes sex. And everybody has a kink of some sort. And I understand that sometimes you, you, you can't talk about it, but we need to stop stigmatizing this shit. We need to stop making it taboo because everybody has this stuff. Just be okay with it. Like, And you know what made the 90s great? About, like you were talking about a couple things. Everything was slutty? Well, yeah. Um, but what you were saying, Dr. Ruth, I don't know if you remember Dr. I Ruth. I Tiny little German lady. Yeah, the old lady who was just super open about sex. Like, she'd fucking, she had her own show. You could call in and get advice. And she just fucking sat there with a smile on her face. And she'd listen to what you had to say. And she'd give you great advice. She'd have, like, fucking toys on the show. Like, hey, this is great for this. And if you're looking for this, this is great for Just going into this. And just made it super, like, fucking, like, hey. Like, this is an acceptable thing. (laughs) And we had a president get a blowjob in the White House. Yeah, and you know what? Good for him. Right? Okay, so he cheated on his wife to do it. Yeah, not great. Yeah. Um, And he lied about it, which also not great. But he got a blowjob in the White House, and you know what? Everybody knew about it. I'm going to take a different stand on that, because I I believe that you shouldn't cheat on your spouse. But he is in a weird position. You can't divorce the first lady. (laughs) And the first lady was Hillary fucking Clinton. That dude, if there was ever a fucking hall pass owed to anyone ever, it was to that fucking dude for marrying that broad. Well, and you know what? They're still together. Um, so relationship survived. And he got a blowjob in the Oval Office. And I'm, he's probably not the only one, but right. he he's definitely the one that was the most public. And good for him. Yeah, absolutely. And you know what? Yeah, he can't be the only one. Because, and I know you would do this too. And I would. If I became president, after the whole inauguration, after I've done some official business for the day to show, hey, I'm president, yay, that night, I'm breaking in that fucking house. Dude, (laughs) I would ruin the White House, dude, just everywhere I fucking could, anywhere. And I wouldn't, I want to find the most, like, dude, I am that kind of person, like, I want to find the most sacred part of this, of this facility, and I want to taint that. Right. Like that's... Absolutely. And you know who I think, who else I think would probably did something like that, or at least to some extent? Barack Obama. Dude, you know that dude was hanging dong. <clears throat> oh, absolutely. And, he's, and he's he, smooth and he was suave yep, and intelligent and he loves the shit out of his wife. Yeah. Loves dude. his fucking wife to death. Loves his wife like you love your wife. And I, I tell you, man, I'm I'm laying it out there. I hope that he did. Like, man, I hope that he just ruined that fucking place, man. I hope they, they fucked up like curtains and there's stains on the ceiling. Like, I hope that they fucking threw down like a president should. Oh, absolutely. I hope that when Trump walked into that Oval Office, he looked at that chair and he was just, you know, oh my God, that's a huge white stain. It's it's such a big white stain. I've never seen a stain that big. I've made stains bigger than that. But other than that, I've never seen, like, okay, so my stains are just ridiculous. Um, they're a little bit yellow because I like being peed on, but this is a huge white stain on you know, this chair. 
in like the history of our presidents, he's one of the few, uh, Trump, that I would actually be more surprised by him having had sex in the White House than finding out that he didn't. Dude, Melania fucking hates him. As hates a him. Human should. You well, yeah, absolutely. But you can see it whenever they show him. Like she never holds his hand. She's always walking away from him. And rightfully so, because as shitty of a person as she is, he's fucking awful and he treats her like absolute trash. Well, he strikes me as the kind of person in which that kind of thing is handled. Like, I don't think he's the kind of person that has sex with his wife. Right. I think that is a job that needs handled, and he hires someone to handle that job. Um, I know that he was pretty close with Jeffrey Epstein, so it was probably a bunch of little people that he hired to handle that job. Mm. Um, but you're not allowed to talk about that, and I don't want to dive too deep into it. But, no, no. But I do want to. I do want to. I do want to mention it. It circulates social media sometimes still. But the way that Trump's wife and daughter looked at at Justin Trudeau. <laughs> like they were just fucking soaked looking at that guy because again Canada's prime minister Justin Trudeau intelligent smooth suave good looking guy one of the like three politicians in the world who isn't 97 years old right yeah um and yeah but yeah I I do I hope and especially like the night before Trump moved in after the election I hope fucking Barack and Michelle just ruined that fucking place. Just stained it for him. Just like, just I, I hope that like they they fucked in the Oval Office and then he just bare ass just climbed directly on top of the desk and just fired just all over it and then didn't clean it up. He's like, that's where that shit goes, right there. No, okay. So the thing with that, though, is absolutely somebody is paid to clean the White House. The president and the first lady are not cleaning that fucking house. And I think Barack's too classy to make somebody clean up after him like that. But I I, I hope that he found a way to to do something just to, just to, for, just, that obviously isn't made public, but just for him to be like watching the news and Trump is touching something and he, him and Michelle are just laughing their asses off. Like, like he's carrying like a pen. Yeah. It's like, like oh, he just knows, ass. like he just knows like, oh yeah, oh yeah, that's a dirty pen. <laughs> oh God, that'd be amazing. Barack Obama, if you're listening. He's Let definitely not listening. To Let us. us know. Nobody's podcasting at gmail.com. Shoot us an email. Let us know what you did to destroy that place before Trump came in. Um, he strikes me as the kind of person that's polite enough not to destroy and tell. Yeah, probably, I guess. I'm, I mean, I don't know him, but... I just, I don't know. I just, oh, God. It yeah, we could probably so dedicate, like, a whole fucking episode of trying to like figure out like going through politicians and like dude try just try to imagine like what do you think what do you think kind of kinks like fucking like bernie sanders is into just uh, just sitting there all grumpy with his mittens civil rights <laughs> like that's just that's what he gets off on civil rights uh probably dude God. the man was arrested in the 60s for protesting for civil rights bernie sanders is a fucking treasure yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, he 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 is a good person, and I think that's his kink: civil rights and probably black women. Black women. I I feel like I feel like he's probably and and you know, good for him. But I feel like he's probably like way into black women. 
Yeah, I mean, good for him. I, I, I would, I don't know. But to circle back around, yeah, you know what? Prostitution should be legal. Like, I don't care. 100%. Do, do what you want to do and get paid for it if you're good at it. Like, isn't that, like, isn't that the cornerstone of America? Quote, unquote, American dream. Yeah. And, you know, uh, good on them. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, uh, though, you know, I think we'd kind of touched on that before where, you know, we had said, like, um, there's definitely lines. There's definitely lines there. Mm-hmm. But, you know what? Be a good person. Don't be an asshole. And, you know, if you want to take clothes off for money and touch people for money, then God bless you. As long as they're willing to be touched or look at you with your clothes off. Like, don't force it on somebody. That's rape. Well, I don't think that they would give you money. Well, I suppose that's true. Though, that's certainly a kink, too. <laughs> well, and that's the thing. I actually did want to mention that. You had talked about, like, you know, it, it do it. Like, if you're into something sexually, go ahead and do it as long as it's not rape or, or like, you know, diddling children. Um, but... Like, that, that is a kink, and that's another thing. People are into that. Like, people are into the whole rape fantasy thing. Yeah, and what a like, weird what a weird place for that to be. Because do you, like, I mean, you can't, you would assume that you can't just, like, walk around hoping somebody's going to rape you, <laughs> right? I, I wouldn't think so, but I guess I don't know because I don't have that fantasy. What a weird, like, can you imagine, like, someone, like, they're just starting to, like, um, kind of date you know, a new person and like they're maybe thinking to themselves or talking to their friends like, man, like what do you think I have to do to get him to rape me (laughs) or her? But I mean, I think there's probably more of a female core base in the rape fantasy than males. I don't know. I mean, I I I guess I I don't know. I guess it depends because I feel like like, you know, a desperate guy who's just like really needing it would just be like lying awake at night being like, man, I wouldn't even complain if some chick just busted in here and started fucking me. See, I think it's like, it's so, I think that there's probably a lot of guys, well, uh, I don't know, rape from like a woman's side, like a woman raping a man is like, it's just so much harder to like picture. Mm -hmm. Um, Like I do know it's a real thing. I don't want to, uh, like I don't want to downplay that. Right. But like I do know that like there obviously is a big fan base for men who want controlling women. Um Dominatrix. Yeah, like that whole kind of thing. So I mean I guess that there's certainly like that's probably something that's close by, you know. You would think, yeah. But that still gets to the point, like whether you're a man or a woman, if like you have that like you have to have that internal monologue like, Man, how do I get this person to rape me? <laughs> Well, and that's the thing. Like, I would imagine it's something that's kind of planned out, but then they, like, make, they figure out how to do it so it's not, like, doesn't seem as planned, I guess. I don't know. It, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know how they would do it. Yeah, I imagine that it has to be something that they, they like. They'd have to agree to it, like, ahead of time. Like, hey, I'm super into, like, I have a rape fantasy, so if you ever just, uh, you know, want to help me out with that, just kind of surprise me with it, I guess. I, and I'm sure, like, that's probably, like, the way around it. Like, they maybe have that discussion, like, hey, this is kind of something that I'm into, you know, and, 
you know, maybe it's just something as simple as like a role play, you know, that they just kind of get into, you know, they start right. to get into. Maybe it is something more like in depth like that, where it's like, you know, I just want to let you know, this is what I'm into. So, you know, use that as you will. And then <laughs> maybe the other party just randomly, like at some point, just random point in the week, they just like bust in and just hold them down and fucking rape them. Yeah, I guess I don't know. Like, you know, I'm super into this. So it would just be terrible if you <laughs> surprised me with sex. Just, just, just awful. Please don't. Yeah. Don't winky face, winky face. Please don't do that. <laughs> just laid it on real thick. Like, man, you know, I'm going to be just home alone, not doing anything Wednesday night. You know, it'd be it'd be a real shame if anyone broke in and raped me because yeah. I'd be all by myself. There's yeah. nothing I could do. All alone in my in my soundproof room for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> Surrounded by ropes. Yeah. Just me in my underwear. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be naked for part of it. Just gotten out of the shower. I like to change surrounded by ropes in a soundproof room. You know, please, please make sure that uh, nothing happens. Though, you know what? And you, good for them, too. I hope they get it. Yeah. I mean, hey, if that's what you're into. But again, that's what it comes down to. Like, if that's your thing, you've discussed it with the person you've decided to share this with, and they're cool with it, too. Fucking go for it. But, you know, don't, like, actually rape somebody, because that's not cool, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's true. That's, that's, uh, that's bad. So, do you think, um, obviously, I don't know, uh, I don't know what kind of conversations you've had with Lisa. Is there is there any kinks that she could throw out there that would just, like, really kind of push you off? I don't think so. Excluding the the obvious ones that we've already talked about, but. It would have to be, it would have to be something, like, pretty major. Like, like, I mean, I guess, I guess like if she just like come out and told me once like, Hey, you know, either I get to fist your asshole or this relationship just isn't going to work. Then I guess that relationship's just not going to work. But you know, other than, other than something like that. Are that, you saying you wouldn't let Lisa fist your asshole? I am saying I wouldn't let Lisa fist my asshole. It's cause you don't um, love her enough. <laughs> I mean, I guess I don't know. She's got small hands. Um, uh, might not be so bad. Um, but no, I just, I don't, I don't think there would be like nothing that would like put me off to the point where I'm just like, whoa, no, never mind, This bitch is crazy. But you know, you know, there might be things and I guess I wouldn't know, I wouldn't be able to think of any off the top of my head, but there might be some things that she might say and I'd be like, well, I mean, you know, it's not my thing. So she like probably not going to do that, but you know, pulls like a movie 43 and she's like, I want you to shit on me. <laughs> I was actually thinking about that a little bit. Yeah. No, if, and no, it's not, sh it's pooping. It's pooping. Shitting is a dirty act. <laughs> if you recall the movie properly, dude, um, it was such a horrible movie that I, it was, don't, but I it's can't recall. So it. fucking funny. I, but I do um, remember, you know, Chris Pratt yep. or Anna Faris, I Anna guess, Ferris wants Chris, Chris Pratt, Pratt yep. to shit on her. Yep, poop on her. Poop on her. Because she got super offended when he said shit on her. Um, because that's what you do to a that's what you do to a whore. Apparently, but Lisa comes to you, Trevor. Like, this is serious. I need you to shit on me. <laughs> I would not believe her for the longest time. She would get frustrated with trying to convince me that she was being serious. And when I finally bought that she was being serious, I would tell her, no. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I mean, okay, I guess it depends. Like, 
like, do I just shit on her and it's done, or do I have to have sex with her afterwards <laughs> in the shit? Because if I'm just shitting on her and it's done, then I don't know, maybe if it makes her happy. <laughs> but uh, but if I have to like, if I have to shit on her and then I have to like fucking, uh, it's afterwards, it's eye contact <laughs> and mouth open. Because I I eat a lot of protein and I drink a lot of highly caffeinated drinks, so my shits are rarely solid. So, um, you gotta dive in. You gotta dive in head first. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm a very hairy guy. I feel like I feel like dingleberries would be a horrible problem. Oh, that's uh, fucking gross, isn't it? So, okay. So, same question to you. If Ember, uh, like, is there? Do you think there's any kink Ember could tell you about that you would just be like, just like fucking hard stop? There isn't anything that would put me off of like feeling weird about her. There's all kinds of stuff that I wouldn't do. <laughs> but I would just like be like, Yeah, I love you, but I'm not doing that. Would you poop on her? I wouldn't. I yeah. wouldn't be able to. You wouldn't you don't think I'm, you could do I'm, it? I'm a private pooper. Okay. Would you pee on her? That's another one. Would you give her the golden shower? Dude, I gotta tell you, I honestly don't know if it would even work. How so? Like you know, if I'm out in public, I don't have a problem pissing anywhere, mm-hmm. like anywhere. But like, if someone's like right at me, <laughs> I think that I would lock up, especially if, especially if it was her, just like staring at it, like, come on, because like, I'm I, fucking like slapping it. I'm trying, like, because I'm still like private enough. Like, one of my favorite things I've said this a bunch, and I used to say it all the time when I was drunk. Like, it was kind of like my go-to is. Literally, one of my favorite things about being a man is being able able to comfortably pee outside. Oh yeah, it's great. Um, and like I don't care, like really, if there's other people around, as long as I have at least like a little bit of privacy, right? You know, um, and so I think if like if she was like right there and like it was a part of it, like do I really? I I don't think I physically could. Hmm. I think it would depend on my state of mind. I think I could do it. And the reason I think so is because, so like if I'm sober or if I'm in a like a public restroom and you know I'm trying to piss, or like let's say I walk in there and somebody's like right next at the urinal next to me or whatever, I'm a little bit of a shy peer, so it like takes me a second to like get going. But I recall being at a party years ago, and uh, Derek friend of mine you've you've talked to him a little bit and i were you know drinking having a good time yeah i think i came at him hard on the last episode (laughs) (laughs) a little bit yeah um but we were having a good time and and we we had to take a piss now mind you this party was at somebody else i didn't even know who's who fucking whose house it was there was people there that i knew but i don't know whose fucking house it was um but you know it's kind of out in the country a little bit and there was, you know, you could pretty easily just go outside and have a piss and not have to worry about anything, right? So, but basically it got to the point where we had to both piss at the same time. So it's like, all right, well, we both go outside, find kind of a more secluded area. Away, not not away, like we weren't worried about being caught. We were just, we didn't, we were trying to be courteous to the other party goers. As you do. Yeah, as you do. And, uh, but it just so happened that we were drunk enough and close enough proximity that we had a wonderful moment where we held hands while we peed. It was, it was amazing. It was magical and it was a great night. Um, that was also the same night was the first time I tried to open a beer bottle with my taint, but that's a story for a different day. Um, but yeah, so I think, I think like if I were, if I were drunk, I could probably just do it. Just go ahead and just fucking. And then if I were drunk, 
I feel like I could probably continue, like actually have sex too. And cause like, cause uh, okay. So it's gross, but urine isn't nearly as bad as shit. Like it's, it'd be a lot easier to wash off. It's true. You know, you just take a quick shower and boom, you're good to go. Cause like you have kids. I have kids. We've gotten bodily fluids on us, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's pretty easy to clean some of that stuff off. Um, particularly, you know, the liquid stuff, like they spit up on you or they piss on you, what have you. You fucking wash your hands, boom, you're golden. Right. Pun intended. Um, Gididity. <laughs> Gididity. Um, but yeah, so I think I think something like that I could probably do. Yeah, I mean, maybe if I was drunk. But I'd have to be pretty drunk. Um, I don't know. That, that one's a weird one for me. But I wouldn't judge her for it. No, no, no judgment. Um, but yeah, they're they're just they're they're. I'm sure there are other things I wouldn't do. Now let me ask you this. Let me say these words to you. Two girls, one cup. Your stance. Um. So. That shit was gross. But um. But you know, it's their choice. They want to make that. You know, they made it. <laughs> So it was a running joke how gross that was. You know, no people were jerking off to it. Oh, 100%. For sure. And that's the thing. Like, the video wasn't made to be satire. Like, it wasn't made to be like, oh, ha, ha, ha. No, this was a legitimate, like, these these chicks got together and they did all this stuff for the purpose of turning somebody on who was into that. Because there are people out there who are into shit porn. Yeah. So, I mean, and hey, if that's your thing, that's your thing. But, like, I just, ew. Personally, yeah. gross. It's not, that's that's not my bag. I can get off on a lot of stuff, but I can't get off on shit. Nope, 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 nope. Oh. But yeah, no. I, so, I mean, that's dedication. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know what happened to those ladies. Uh, man. I hope things are going well for them. But uh, if not, they're clearly fine with doing any job that comes along. So, <laughs> Yeah, once you're eating each other's shit, like, there's no job that will, that will hold you back. No. Um, but yeah, I don't care. I mean, you know, they're famous, sort of. That's a weird kind of fame. <laughs> but... You know, I'm sure that they have other jobs. There's other stuff to do and, do you, you know, whatever. Do you, do you suppose they're, like, even now, like, they walk into, like, a grocery store or something to pick up some milk and just some, like, random dude comes walking up like, oh, you're from Two Girls, One Cup. You know, I'm willing to bet no. You don't think so? No. I'm willing to bet that wherever they're at, like, it would maybe it became known, like, if they were, like, in that area, you know, for long enough. And then it just kind of became one of those things where maybe you know, people tell each other, like, hey, you see that woman over there? She was in that Two Girls, One Cup video that came out. Hmm. And it's I bet it's one of those things. Probably, yeah. And that's probably about it. I don't think they're getting any autographs. <laughs> you don't know, though, I guess. Well, I'm no, I don't. But that's been, like, quite a while ago. Scatographs? And I, you know, actually, who knows? Like, because I don't know who those girls are. Maybe they like made a career out of adult entertainment. I mean, yeah. I mean, if like, I mean, if they were willing to go as far as they did in that video, that could be their career. They might be like shit porn stars. Maybe you know. And that's why I don't know who they are. <laughs> yeah, 
I gotta <laughs> tell you, like the idea of like a porn star is kind of by the wayside now. Yeah, kinda, yeah. Like it's just it like it's not really what it was like when we were younger. Like I think there were legitimate like stars. Like everybody knew in the porn industry. Ron Jeremy. Yeah. And others, of course. It, right. But yeah, a good example of that. Who actually turns out was a massive piece of shit. But um Surprise, surprise. Yeah, right. But like but, yeah. like that, but like I think it's such a big industry now and like literally everyone can do it. Um that I think the idea of a specific porn star has kind of fallen by the wayside. I think, I think there's a lot of people yeah. who have a lot of fans, but mm-hmm. there's no like nationally famous porn stars anymore, is there? Stormy Daniels. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't know because I don't really follow porn stuff anymore as much, you know, or well, as much at all anymore. Like <laughs> I used to, I used to follow that stuff pretty closely. That's a good save. Uh, yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't. I don't really follow it anymore, but uh, yeah, I mean, you might be right because, and that's the thing, like you said, like back when we were young, a porn star was a fucking porn star. Like these were the professionals; these were the people who were doing the movies. Right now, sports star, movie star, rock star, porn star. Right, but now, if you have a fucking decent cell phone and a and a stand, you and your wife could be porn stars tomorrow. Yeah. You know, you fucking set up an OnlyFans, you make a few videos, you make some money. Like, because that's the thing, like we were talking about, and I think it's great, it it doesn't matter what you look like, it doesn't matter what your spouse looks like, it doesn't, somebody's gonna pay to watch you do things to yourself or with another person. Yeah. And, you know, everybody has a fan base, everybody has somebody who's gonna like it, and it's just going to be a thing. So, yeah, I think you might be right. I think the whole, like, actual porn star thing has gone by the wayside. I think there are probably some that are more popular than others, like professional uh, uh, professional entertainers in the porn industry. I think there's probably some that are more popular than others, which is pretty common with any kind of entertainment industry. But, yeah, I think the whole, like, actual, like, this is the big star, these are the fucking money makers of the industry has right. kind of gone by the wayside. And, you know, um, to comment on that, you know, just anybody can do it. I have the same stance that um, Kevin Smith wrote for Seth Rogen in Zack and Mary Make a Porno. If someone I know made a porn, man, I want to see that. Right. Like if someone, if I was like friends with or if they went to, like if I went to school with them and I found out that they had made an actual porno, man. Like, that's like a movie night. Like, we're all going to get together, and we're going to watch them throw down. Well, I'm glad you said that, because Lisa and I have been working on a project. Um, I'll make sure to ship it over to you when it's done. Now, I know for a fact that if you guys ever filmed yourself having sex, she would not let you share it. Who the fuck said I'd ask her? <laughs> but if you guys ever did make a porn, I would definitely watch that. <laughs> And I think, oh man, that's just so good to know. I think, like, we have some people who listen to this show that are friends of ours. Yes. I think they would too. Oh, probably, yeah. And, I, yeah, that's because, like, man, like, if I found out, like, some of the people, like, I went to school with, like, if someone just like hit me up, and they're like, "Hey, Danny, did you know so and so made a porn? Like, it's on like Pornhub or something like that, or it's like it's this DVD tile title." 
I'd be like, holy shit. Like, we're going to find that. Like, we can watch it on the show. I don't give a shit. <laughs> I got to see it. All right. Um, yeah, no. Like, and it's not even a sexual thing. Right. No, it's an anal- Like, to me, it'd be more of like an analytical thing. Like, how does he do that? No, it's it's just like, it's like a shock thing. It's like, oh, man. It's like, e- like if I found out, like, e- if I if I found out, found out that i had a friend or a or a schoolmate or something like that who was even just like in a movie like i'm gonna watch that movie right even if it's fucking garbage right i would still want to see it like yeah check it out i know them right Mm -hmm. and you know fuck it dude that goes that way for porn too i've listened to horrible music that people i've known have made just because i know like i knew them so i want to hear it and now anybody you know who listens to this show and also does music is going to be like, man, is he talking about me? Am I the bad musician? <laughs> Maybe. You'll never probably, know. Probably. Probably. Um, no, I agree. Like, yeah, it's, and it's, it, it is. It's one of those things where it's not sexual. But, you know, I also know me and I also know you. And I feel like it would also turn into one of those things. Like if it was one of your guy friends and you found out, you'd be like, you come up to him and be like, man, why does your dick look like that? <laughs> no, we, uh, me and Ember have joked about like weird, um, w- weird compliments between guys and stuff. And I would probably do that. Like, I, like if, if you guys, if you guys ever shot a porn and I watched it, I'd probably come to you next day and be like, you got a nice dick, bro. Okay. So it's, it's building up. You got to build up. <laughs> so, so, uh, that was a pretty common thing in in with my experience in the military um nice dick bro yeah or well something similar like you'd you'd walk in like to the bathroom and one of your buddies um would be like pissing and you get in there and you'd be standing there taking a piss and they just kind of look over at you and be like <laughs> they just look over at you and be like that's beautiful cock and it was that. it was a thing it was it was i mean you know it, and we were an all male unit giggity um you know, we at that time we were infantry, we were combat arms, and at that time women weren't allowed in combat arms, uh, MOSs. So yeah, I mean our unit was all male. So yeah, I mean that was, it was a it was a huge it was a huge fucking like homoerotic, like uh, joke. It's weird how fast that um, groups of guys devolve into homoerotic jokes, <laughs> right? Especially ones that are so homophobic all the time. But then, like, you get them with a big group of guys and just, like, fucking instantly. Like, in infantry school, we had two guys who were always talking about shitting on each other's chests. It's like, it was just, then you know, they had fun with it. It's like, you know, it's whatever, you know. Be like, hey, man, can I shit on your chest? We're like, yes, you can You can absolutely shit on my chest. That was, it was a thing. That was always a big thing in high school, too. Not necessarily shitting, like, the idea of shitting on someone else's chest, but, like, there's a lot of, like, homoeroticism. Oh, between absolutely. people in high school. Absolutely. Where it's yeah. I don't know why that's a thing. I don't know. I, me and my friends took it a little too far oftentimes. I, I believe that. Specifically me. Um I so really believe that. To give you a little story, um my friends and I we early in our early on in like middle school or junior high high school, we had this problem where pretty much every time we saw <laughs> each other in the halls we'd fucking just like whack the other guy in the dick just like fucking hard too or give like the tip of the finger sack tap yep yep and it got so bad that we literally drew up a fucking handwritten truce and we all signed it saying that we could we weren't uh, 
going to do that anymore. And if we did, whatever we did to the other person's genitals, we had to then allow them, stand there and allow them to do the same thing back. <laughs> you had like a Geneva Convention of... <laughs> Basically. But here's the touching thing. Touching people's junk. It was worded just like that. So... Because it was worded that way, that we had to allow the other person to do the same thing, I was able to use this to my advantage by being very kind to my friend's genitals so that they then had to turn around and be kind to mine. (laughs) So what you're saying is you raped your friends so that then they were forced to touch your junk. (laughs) Yeah, basically. So like... I would just like ever so lightly like come up and just be like give a little like a a light little squeeze or like a little tickle or something and then they'd have to do it back because those were the terms of the truth. So when are you just going to come out and admit that you are absolutely homosexual? I don't know if I'm gay. Um, I mean, I I, I don't know if I'm gay. I used to entrap my friends into touching my genitals and I got great joy out of it. I did. It was a lot of fun. Um, So... I've actually given thought to that, and if I'm going to go back to being a little bit serious, um, I've given a little bit of thought to that in the past, and I've always wondered that, like, you know, maybe there's, you know, maybe I'm a little bisexual. Like, it's certainly possible, because, like, I've never, I've never had an opportunity at any point to explore anything like that about myself. Like, with the same sex, like, mm-hmm. would I be attracted to this? If I am, what, like, what type? You know, is this a thing that I would be into? Like, I'm obviously attracted to women. You know, I have Lisa. And, and you know, you know, she's sexy as hell. Um, But I don't know if there's something there. So, like, and, and here's Maybe the thing. Maybe it's specifically, like, you're, you're, only, <laughs> you're only interested in men if you can entrap them and force them into oh. it. Yeah. <laughs> Now, the, the, well, and the reason I think that there might be something that I've just never discovered about myself. Besides all the blatant signs. <laughs> is, no, is because, like, my sister is, is pansexual, which basically means fucking anything. You know, she's, it doesn't matter if the person's gay, straight, man, woman, trans, whatever. She's, she, there's, she might be, she's probably attracted to him. So, because my sister is... And it's not uncommon for these kinds of things to actually run in families. It has occurred to me that there might be something there that I've never actually had the opportunity to explore. Because growing up, while my parents aren't hateful towards homosexuals, they were the very, you know, stereotypical fucking, you know, grew up in the in the fucking 70s kid, uh, people who were like, you know, well, you're a little boy, you mostly play with little boy toys and this is how boys dress and you're going to grow up and have a wife and have kids and everything like that. And that's how I was raised. They weren't doing it because they're bad. Well, they weren't doing it because they're bad people in that sense. They were doing it because that's how they understood that it worked. That's fair. And they're, I mean, they don't have anything against my sister. They love my sister to death and they've never said a negative thing about who she is uh, in, in that sense. Because they don't care. To them, it doesn't matter. If you're gay, straight, bi, they don't fucking care. It doesn't matter. It's none of their business. And if you're happy, fine, great, do that. So, but I just, I never had that opportunity to explore myself in that fashion growing up. So I don't know. 
I don't know if there's like something there that is just like fucking buried and I haven't been able to to ever find because it's just been buried under years of mistakes being made in the way I was raised. And like I said, I my my parents aren't great people specifically my mother, but I'm not I don't fault them for that necessarily because they in that in that way they raised me the way they understood a boy should be raised. So yeah, I mean, maybe there's something there that I don't know about. Maybe there's something there that I wouldn't know about unless I had some kind of actual real experience in the matter. I don't know. <clears throat> but it was a lot of fun to, to, uh, to it, as you put it, entrap my friends. Uh, yeah, so I, that's not a problem I've ever had. Um, but mostly, so it became easy uh, for me just in the sense that, like, so I've never looked at, um, I've n- I've never looked at being like homosexual as being a choice because I never looked at being straight as being a choice. Right. Um. Like I didn't. There was never a point where I sat down and decided, like, you know what, I'm going to start finding women attractive. Mm-hmm. Um. It just happened. In that same vein, um. You know, I'm in my 30s. In 30 years, I've never come across another male you know, human that I've ever looked at and been like, damn, I'd fuck him. Right. Um, and I think gut reaction is really what it boils down to. But you can't help how you feel like subconsciously. Right. Um, but the thing is, is like, if it's been, if, if anything like that has been repressed for whatever reason, you, you, oftentimes we'll find ways to explain it away or excuse it away somehow, or just like, just like push it away. And if that, if that's I, I what I could see that being a thing for people, yeah, you know, um, just not for me. Right. No. And yeah, I understand. So like, I mean, with you, for you, it's been more cut and dry. Yeah. When I mean, I've had a very open household. I mean, I have a sister who's homosexual mm-hmm. and it's never been a problem. I'm pretty sure uh, one of my brothers is gay. I'm just kidding, but I wouldn't be surprised. But I'm it's, just kidding. Is it Jesse? I feel like it'd be Jesse. Yeah. He's Jesse, a bear. He's Jesse, a bear. He does look like a bear. He does. He he's, does. He's absolutely I think, a bear. I think if he if he ever came out as gay, he would like. I think if he ever came out as gay, like I think he would be very popular in the gay community. Oh yeah. Like, um, isn't it weird that in the gay? I feel like in the gay community, fat people are way more popular than fat people in the street community. Like think, there's, there's a lot. I feel like there's like way more of like a demographic for them. Mm-hmm. Isn't that weird? Yeah. But I, I mean, and I think it depends too. Cause like, I think there's a, a certain like limit to it. Like, yeah, there, you know, there are, there are gay guys out there who are into fat, hairy guys to call them, you know, they're called bears. Um, but generally there are still some like, stipulations like you have to have good hygiene hygiene and yeah you know you have to be a presentable person um but yeah i mean it does seem that way but again i think that's be and you know what i think it is is there's until pretty recently there hasn't been a real strong um societal acceptance or 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 um acknowledgement of the gay community well, 
I guess so. You know, I do actually have um, uh, ser- like more seriously, one of my brothers is a chubby chaser. Mm-hmm. He does not admit that he is, and yeah, exactly. And I don't know why. It's it's almost weird now because you know he's a little bit older than me. You know, he's been I, I've been witnessing him date women for. 30 years and they're almost exclusively big women mm-hmm. now that's not i'm not using that drug like as a derogatory term um like i don't have anything against these women because they're bigger people it's just a trend like and that's that's a kink like that's a real thing right uh you know some people are in heavy heavy people and it's just like it blows my mind that he just won't admit it because it's not even that like that's not something that's ever been really like stigmatized. No, not really. But it is still one of those things like societally speaking you just it's not one of those things that more recently it is starting to be more and more uh, acknowledged, but it was for a long time like, you know, this is this is what's attractive and this is what you go for and this is what everybody wants and this is what you want. And, you know, so, yeah, I mean, I could see, like, maybe not anymore, but I could see, you know, like, early on that, yeah, somebody wouldn't want to admit that. Because the thing was, too, like, you, I don't know if it was a, a thing, you know, that you ever heard when you were younger, but it was something I heard a lot. People would get shit about being, like, like being called Sleeping a with, chubby chaser was a fucking derogatory thing. Yeah. Like, it was a way to give somebody shit. Like, oh, she's she's a little bit chubby. You're a fucking chubby chaser. <laughs> So, you know, <clears throat> but you didn't have that. And I guess I don't know because I don't, unfortunately, I don't have um, any gay friends, which I say unfortunately because I would fucking love gay friends. Um, I think it'd be a lot of fun to hang out with, with some gay people. Um, but I just, I feel like that's probably not something that happens a lot in the gay community because... They get shit on enough already. They probably don't need to do it to each other. That's fair. You know, so, and because there wasn't like, for the longest time, there wasn't like a societal beauty standard for homosexual people. They didn't have these, they didn't have magazines and movies and everything telling them like, this is the gay guy that's attractive and, and he's got to be fit and he's got to be muscular and he's got to be like fucking hairless and he's got to be this and he's got, you know, they're they're just like, you know, fucking free to explore within their own community. Um, because unfortunately everybody else was shitting all over him. You know, so in that vein, so I also, I just want to throw out there real quick. I don't know if either uh, really, I don't know if any of my siblings listen to our show because um, I, I haven't really pimped it around, you know, the family much. Um, but if any of them do, and if that particular brother, you know who you are, if he's listening to it, I want to say I don't care. Um, you know what? You get your big women, man. You, you enjoy. Um, but... You know, also, something else I kind of wanted to bring up is, you know, it seems like there's been a shift in how homosexual people are viewed in the mainstream now. Like, in media, like in movies and TV shows and stuff like that. Um, And 
like I don't know if you've if you've noticed, but like if you look at from like back in like the nineties and then up through like the two thousands up to today, there's been a shift between the like particularly the gay man of fucking yesteryear versus today. And it seemed like in media and like in like movies and stuff like that, the gay guy was always the like wildly flamboyant gay guy and i've met a few people who are like that but i've also met a like vastly more uh people who are homosexual that are not like crazy flamboyant and i think like that's been like if you notice like in movies and tv shows stuff like that like today they're usually more just like a normal person Right. They're not like a caricature yeah. of of a homosexual. Which is, you know, fucking weird because it's almost like gay people are just, you know, people and not ridiculously over the top, bright, bubbly. Well, it's like my the weird thing with it is that I don't know where that came from. Because like in like in the past there were there were personalities like real people not just characters who were like famous and they were gay and they were flamboyant but those were the only ones that you ever heard about mm-hmm. even though like statistically a lot more of them were around than just those couple of people but it was always the flamboyant ones that were like just like famous about it and it's weird that there's been that like that shift in perception to where it's like now you really don't like i don't i mean i really don't pay that much attention to like hollywood media or any of that kind of stuff but like i mean if you say like a flamboyant um homosexual like a famous flamboyant homosexual there really isn't many that like spring to mind richard simmons yeah he's barely even a celebrity anymore though true i think he I i don't know if I remember hearing something about him. I don't remember what it was. I don't know if he's even really gay. I'm pretty sure he is. Maybe. Be- but I think that part of that of what he does is actually a character. It might be. Yeah, you might be right. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I I, I don't know where it came from either. And I've thought about that before. Like I don't understand why it was so common to portray homosexual people, particularly men. As, like, super, like, fucking over-the-top and just everything like that. Um, I almost wonder if it doesn't come from the idea that that gay men are just, like, super girly. So we're going to make them girly but still kind of guyish because they're they're men. Well, and it was way worse with men, but there was that same kind of thing with women, too. Where, especially in media, like, there wasn't really much in the way of, like, personalities outside of, like, movies and TV shows. But in movies and TV shows, like, if there was a lesbian, they were almost always, like... The butch type of lesbian. Like fucking wearing work boots and flannel and and everything like that. And And usually like militantly anti-men. Yeah, yeah. Which, I don't know. I think a lot of it comes from it was an effort to demonize people like that. That Um, very well could be. To some extent, um, you know, in the same way that like when you see, um, like nowadays when you see like atheists, portrayed in movies or tv shows they're always like the asshole they're always the cold emotionless ones or or you know something like that yeah um 
And, and, you know, a few good examples of that would be like the show Dexter, for anybody who's seen that. The character Dexter is an atheist, and he's just, you know, he's a murderer, and he's he's cold and calculated and, and everything like that. For those who are fans of the show Scrubs, Dr. Cox on that show for was portrayed as an atheist, and he was a fucking asshole, and he was always, he would berate people for being religious and for no, like out of nowhere, like this wasn't something that like they were talking to him and being dicks and he just being a dick back. Like he just out of nowhere, he's just being an asshole about them being religious or, um, like, uh, the big bang theory. Um, Sheldon in that show was portrayed as an atheist and he was just cold and emotionless and, and everything. And that it's, I think it's a portrayal meant to somewhat like it's an attempt to subtly portray a certain group of people as uh, to it's a, it's an attempt to subtly demonize a, a, a group of people. There's certainly still a lot of stereotypes and like, that's something you see. And usually it's just like, it's the, it's the stereotypes that you can still get away with mm-hmm. um, portraying. You know, if someone's an atheist, then usually there's an archetype. If someone is like a gamer, they're usually like the like pimple ridden outcast who lives in their mom's basement and is like a super fucking weirdo, mm-hmm. um, and stuff like that. Even though it's like it's weird that that's a stereotype that's still like allowed. Like those kinds of things are still around. Like you can't make fun of someone for their their sexuality, or you can't make fun of someone for their gender or their body type or anything like that. But you can still make fun of people who like certain things or don't like certain things, which is kind of weird. And probably the most serious thing we've talked about <laughs> this entire show. Um, and yeah, it, it got a little crazy today. I don't. Uh, I don't. I, I think we've had a pretty positive episode so far. Like we're in favor of people doing what they want with their bodies, and we think you should be able to do that. And we've we've kind of talked about like you know communicating in relationship and and not being like a piece of shit and. Mm-hmm. You and know, Rush we, Limbaugh died. Woohoo! Yeah. So I think that we should also go out um, on a more positive note than stereotypes um, from yesteryear. Mm-hmm. And I, agree. Um, I don't know necessarily <laughs> what that positive <laughs> note should be, um, but I'm in. Uh, I I I don't know. I just want to reiterate that I'm I'm. I'm happy of the way things are going now. Like, I think that we're closer than ever to something like legal prostitution. I, I think there's still a long road to get there, but I think we're closer than ever. And I'm super for it because, you know, some people just need to get laid. And you know what? If you can just throw some money down and get rid of that problem, fucking do it. Right. 100%. And I also want to throw out, we have a, a very special fan that listens to our show, Trevor. And uh, he is a uh, a buddy of ours, former co-worker, Mr. Francisco. I won't say his last name, but you know who you are, buddy. And I just want to I just want to point out that you know, he got a hold of us recently and he and he mentioned something that he thought that we should talk about. And we're kind of getting towards the end now, so I don't think we're going to fit it into this episode, but I just want to throw it out that we didn't forget about him. Right. Yep. And, Didn't forget uh, about you, Francisco. That one's definitely coming because we care about you, buddy. And oh yeah, I hope you enjoy the show. Oh yeah. 
Keep listening. It'll be coming soon. Yeah. And for, you know, for everybody, anyone who's stuck with us this far, you know we're happy to have you, and uh, we're going to keep pumping this stuff out. And if anyone else has anything else that they want us to talk about, hit us up. You know, if you have us person, if you know us personally, shoot us a text or shoot us an email or hit us up on Facebook because we're always looking for something. And I actually think next week um, we should we should touch on some big things that happened. Um, as a little preview, uh, I think our next week's topics should be a little more sci-fi. I like it. Yeah, I like it. So that's what you have to look forward to, folks. And I think this is probably a good place to cut out. What do you think, Trevor? I agree. Thanks for listening, everybody. Join us again next time. Absolutely. Always a good time. Goodbye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Nobody's Podcasting. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. I'm Trevor. And I'm Danny. And if you want more of us Nobodies, you can find us on Facebook or Twitter. Or if you have any questions or suggestions, you can shoot us an email at nobodiespodcasting at gmail.com.